listening to the New Century Multiverse, Panther Soul. Chapter 13. The Champ is here. Colon Nash. It is yesterday. So begins the fifth of my lives. I am back in the ring, in the city of Leonidas. Treasure hunting is put to bed for the time being. My new, fresh, fiery tattoos glow as I swing and duck. My mastery of words is growing and the other cats barely stand a chance. They are conditioned to pound flesh with their heavy paws, but do as they are told. Be blunt instruments. Before each fight, I am a waterfall of entertaining braggadocio. I tell the crowd how I will battle my opponent. I specify moments to watch out for. I make my pledge like a magician. I ensure their eyes are on both of us, attentions riveted. In the ring, I am a wildfire, dancing around my foe. They know the audience are here to see me. Their spirit fights against their own insecurity. The battle inside their mind will beat them before I do the same to their body. I make my turn as they gain some ground. I wait until the tension is at its peak, but that is only the first half of my power. The rest is the ability to back up my words. I really am that fast. I really am that clever. This is what separates me from the loudmouths. This is when I perform my prestige, and the magician's trick is completed before everyone's eyes. Hey, nice fight, Flapjaw! I hear this in the streets. I hear it ringside. I hear it when scribes want to write about me. My response is always the same. My name is Colo Nash. I state plainly. Flapjaw is the name I was given by my captors. Now I am free. I choose this name for me. You may say Champ or you may say Nash. You will not call me Flapjaw twice. And then, one yesterday, from out of nowhere, I meet Dakota. He is a green jaguar of the Saraswati nation, and he is absolutely beautiful. When we fight, I do not feel a frightened, angry cat trying to shut my mouth and wipe that smile off my face. He wants me to laugh. He wants me to dance. He wants to dance with me. He has seen me fight and studied my movements. He has read me like a book that has swiftly become his favorite. So when I start dancing around, he slows. He doesn't chase me or wear himself out vainly punching. He confidently crosses the ring in diagonal lines, making me move around him, knowing how fluid and appealing this will be to the crowd. He waits for me to punch at him, to initiate and then he deflects and counters, forcing me to do the same. It is poetry. Dakota's purple eyes flash as our arms become a dark red and green blur. This should be against all the rules of the fight, but the referee is standing with mouth agape, unsure of what to object to. We land blows upon one another, but the pain is strangely invigorating. He stings me all over and I deal the same back until the bell rings. 
The audience are cheering wildly. I lose that match by points, but there is no knockout. I return to the empty ring to find him, shadowboxing. He is still a kept fighter, beholden to his manager, a lion named Silverstone. Dakota may not leave this city, but he chooses to return to this ring. That's right. I crow. Train up. You better get just that little bit faster and stronger, because next time, I'm with it. He grins as he carries on. I had you right where I wanted you. That was the best fight of my life. After this, everything is a bonus. The Jaguar pauses and leans over the ropes, radiating confidence. Did you feel the moment when they stopped caring about who won or lost? From down on the floor, I look up. He is haloed in the overhead lights. Yeah. I felt that. Somehow, for the first time, I am lost for more words. Later that night, we move together once again. I clutch at him as he growls into my ear. I find myself holding his body so tightly that just the moment of letting go leaves me panting and stifling a sob. We talk to Silverstone and a fight promoter named Bash and make a bold suggestion. After this, we enter the ring side by side, working our shoulders, matching one another. He swaggers like me, and the crowd are all there to see both of us. Our two opponents do not appreciate the boos they are getting. The crowd chant at us to kill them. It is figurative. This is a gentle cat's sport. I'm sure it is figurative. When we jog through the streets in the mornings, cubs run alongside us, cheering on their heroes, the champs. It is almost joyful enough to make me forget the sash Dakota is wearing to ensure he is not mistaken for a runaway. We cast this aside and make the very most of our time together. It feels as though this period of my life lasts only a single breath. But I find such freedom and such fierce joy back to back in the arena, in his arms, in our bed. Then comes the today that this isn't enough for the Lions. A deciding match, says Bosch. That first duel was a warm-up. We all want to know who's really the best of you two. I start to say I'm not interested, but then Dakota's manager, Silverstone, drops the curtain. Do this one fight, and you... He points a curved claw at Dakota. Are a free agent. There is a long silence. I am afraid to look at the Jaguar. I know how badly he wants this. Would I be free to walk? He asks softly. You could choose between that and being like Colo here, says Silverstone with the tongue of a serpent. Be your own boss 
And when you fight, you get your winnings. You get the pot. Save it up. Buy yourself a house. Get a life you can be proud of. Fight for yourself. And you receive... Dakota asks, his eyes narrowing. We get to expand this enterprise. Bosch presses. We get the ticket sales, and they will be substantial. You two are the first natural-born entertainers in this sport that I've seen. And more have been turning up. We want to strike while the iron is hot. So what we're talking about here is the beginning of something huge. For all of us. What if I lose? The only condition is that this fight be spectacular. You... You don't need him to say yes, do you? Both lions look uncomfortable. Strictly speaking, no. Silverstone admits. I own him. I don't own you. So he fights when you say he does. After this? Bosch blusters. He fights when he says he does. And we'll hold the keys to the best contests in the region. That's how this will work. Do you want me to say yes? I ask Dakota. You mean, do I want to be free? Yes, that's my answer. I'll fight him. You. I'll fight you. It must be real. No padding at one another and no dives. I want the crowd to feel it. I want blood. They'll get it. Dakota mutters. He does not look at me now. I nod in agreement until the lions are satisfied. The night of the battle, I cannot let this go wrong. We push through round after round, matching one another. His eyes are often down, studying my body, making his decisions carefully. This is the first time I feel the true weight and size of an opponent I know can beat me. The flurry of counters is gone now. He uses his paws to keep mine down, smothering my flourishes. I feel trapped repeatedly, which raises the tension. I know this is what they want, so I allow it. In the sixth round, he really starts to force me back. In the seventh, my elbows are flung wide with an unexpected sweep of his fist. This is when he starts laying into my midriff, pummeling me with vicious blows that smash into my ribs. I can't breathe in. He's pressing too hard against me. I close the gap and clench his head with my forearms, leaving not a sliver of room between our heaving upper bodies. He cannot get the angle on the rib punches and pulls away. I refuse to let him go. In the eighth round, I can feel Dakota tire. He gets me in the corner once again and my frame pulls towards the mat. Just end this, I think. Let him take you. Instead, I dodge his right cross, and while he is off balance, his arm extended, I roar right in his face. Is that all you got? His purple eyes are wide and staring, desperate. He is playing to win. He really does want to beat me. Come on! Show me something, Dakota! With a burst of his last energy, he flings himself at me, aiming cuts to my jaw. I let myself go loose as the ropes bend and spring around me. I flow past his fists as they roll across my form like logs upon a river. I let him overextend one last time, gasping in exhaustion. And my jab from nowhere opens his guard. He pulls his head down and to the right to avoid a follow-up, and his paws can no longer smother me. Time slows. I move with him, 
getting his face back where it needs to be. With a curling left hook to the cheek and an uppercut to the jaw, I slam him twice as I follow my curve and rotate back to the center of the ring. He has fallen. I could thrust down one final punch to ensure his knockout. It's allowed, encouraged. I simply roar at him again. It is long and begins with triumph, but goes on and on as he crashes down, culminating in a strangled, desperate cry. The crowd leap up beyond thrilled at what they've just witnessed. The outer world melts away, and it is just he and I in the ring. And he can no longer speak. That is the end of our time. I collect my winnings, and he is freed. We do not sleep together that night. He wanders the city, and eventually, I get up and search for him. You gonna be alright? I ask. He stares out over the bay and smiles to himself, wincing through the pain of his bandaged, swollen face. I met so many cats tonight, he mutters. And to start with, I couldn't look up, even though it was them approaching me. Some of them know how close we are, and thought that I took a dive, or that you weren't even really hitting me. And they kind of shut up when they saw these. He gestures to his damage, which mirrors my own. But the rest all said the same thing. He kneels and dips a green-furred and bruised paw in the water. They... they didn't mention my loss. They thanked me for giving them the greatest fight they had ever seen in their lives. I won, Kolo. He finally glances my way. You beat me and I won. I sit upon a metal bench, numb. He settles down beside me. Are you going to stay? I shake my head. There's no topping that one. I'm done. You were it. We're still so young. He counters. I'm staying here, doing exactly like Silverstein said. Get myself a house. Make a career out of this, as far as I can go, until I am set. We can do that together, you and I. Take these fuckers for all they've got. You're right about us being young, I admit. But this city is starting to feel like a cage for me. I'm thinking of taking a long walk out there. We look across the bay as the sun begins to rise. I wish you'd come with me. He rests his head on mine, and I hold his paw gently. We both know his answer. So begins the sixth of my lives.
You have been listening to episode 13 of Panther Soul. The Champ is here. Written, edited, and directed by Alexander Shaw. Colo Nash, performed by Alex Shaw. Dakota, performed by Felix Quist. Silverstone, performed by Taher Chai. Bosch, performed by Matt Wardle. Obnoxious Cat, performed by Jason Chewy Slate. Make Your Decision by Dan Philipson of Shockwave Sound. Panther Soul theme, Zard, composed and performed by Jason Bradley Livesey of Shockwave Sound. Turkey, Istanbul, Monkoto, and Circle of Life by Ald. Before the Storm, Ambience by Tabletop Audio. The New Century Multiverse is funded by Patreon, and our $15 sponsors get credit every episode, so thank you to Aaron Lecluse, Abel Savard, Alejandra Vargas, Alex Brewington, Angus Lee, Benjamin Hoffer, Brian Novak, Cassandra Newman, Chris Finnick, Christopher Wolfe, Kieran Dashler, Connor Kennedy, Dan Mayer, Daniel Salguero, Dan Hepner, Dave Hickman, David Sheely, Finbar Nicole, Frankie Punzi, Greg Downing, Jameis Enright, Jesse Ferguson, Joe Crow, Joel Robinson, Joe G, Josh Waster, Kat Esman, Kevin Vahey, Lorraine Chisholm, Marty Polmeyer, Matthew A. Siebert, Michael Hasco, Robbie Crow, Sarah Montgomery, Tima Hellas Hario, Tim Rosensky, Timothy Green, Toby Jungius, Tom Painter, Trey Contreras, and Valencia Burns. For the maximum New Century Multiverse experience, you need to be checking out the podcast Through the Wind Door, where Greg Downing and Toby Skills Jungius talk us through each story like a book club and go into mind-boggling depth. I don't know about you, but I like having my mind boggled. They're currently up to Steamheart. And if you want to read the entirety of Panther Soul right now, it is available in a gorgeous paperback on Amazon.com. Alternately, you can support this project for $10 on Patreon and get access to all the New Century eBooks and audiobooks.